Okay. Happy New Year. And welcome back. Sorry we missed you. It was a crazy, crazy holiday for me or for us. And every time we're like getting sitting down to do this recording, something happens and we're both like, oh, so we apologize deeply, but we're excited because we're going to start the new year with you guys right here by making New Year's resolutions together. Uh, Julie and I were just talking about future selves and she was telling me that she's going to make a movie. Was it on Canva or is it a slideshow? It's like a slideshow. It's a mind movie. Okay, so let's take a couple of steps back. First of all, it's about New Year's resolutions and or let's say even in the middle of June, if you said, hey, I really want to shake things up again. I feel really stuck. I want to do, you know, you could do anything and imagine it to be your resolution. It doesn't have to be January, but it could be a new you resolution wherever you are. So we're thinking about, okay, so I read this book called Be Your Future Self Now, and it was so amazing. There's so many great aha moments, but specifically it was, um, you know, you you mix the words now and future. So it confuses you. You're like, wait, I can't, I can't be my future self now. This, what are they saying? This book is dumb, you know? <laughs> but the thing is, 80% of your thoughts today are from your thoughts yesterday or what happened yesterday or the past, right? And within, and yeah, and within those 80, 80 thoughts, 80% of those thoughts, 60% of them are negative. So you're so a lot of times, majority of your day, you're thinking about the negative thoughts of the past. That is that. So you're bringing the negative past with you today. Just keep that in mind and be like, oh my God, you know? So if you really just put 20% and you only have 20% of new thoughts a day. So in those 20%, why not have those thoughts be something that like motivates you, that gives you chills, that shakes you up, that says, hey, you know what? I, I cannot wait to get to X, Y, and Z in my life. Um, so being your future self now is you need to close your eyes and truly envision your life as you want, as you want it, right? So whoever a year from now, five years, 10 years, whatever your your imagination is when it comes to, when, however you imagine that person, um, that ideal person, however time it is in the future, if you imagine that person now, like if she's sitting on this chair, if she's sitting on this chair, how, what kind of chair would she be sitting in, right? So you're closing your eyes, you're going, well, the chair feels fluffy, the chair feels cold or hard or warm or whatever. And then my back is against the chair or is it a stool? Am I sitting there, right? So you're feeling all of this, you're feeling your vision. Then you're seeing it. So you're seeing all the colors in it. So um, am I driving a pink car, a silver car, a green car, you know, whatever it is. And you're touching the steering wheel and you're imagining all those things as your future self. And let's say it's, it's owning your own business, right? It's what does your office look like? Where is it? Is it, is it a big desk, small desk? Do you even have a desk? Is it a standing desk? Whatever those things is, fill in all those details and start imagining yourself in, in your future self's position today. Um, and when that happens, you're you're going to move in that direction. So basically, it, it sounds like you're just describing manifesting. <laughs> I guess that's true. That it is, it is so manifesting. But also, I think if if I use 
because I feel like when some people use manifesting, it feels too frou-frou to them. So they're like, mm, that's weird. But if you could imagine, if you just says goals, if I replace manifesting with um, goals and being your future self or just what are your goals at the end of the year? What does it feel like when you get those goals? Like, let's say the goal is um, pass this class. I don't know. It could be not, or, you know, or, or get a new car. What kind of car? Imagine a car, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And then as the quote says, you know, where energy flows, attention goes. You go, I want to get a red Honda. You're going to drive. You can be on the road and you can be like, damn, there's so many red Hondas here. It's going to pick up. And then your your energy, um, uh, then all your time will actually go towards learning about red Hondas. Then you're going to know, oh, price point wise, it's kind of in my price point. Oh, this, da, 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 da. you know what I mean? And then you get, whether you get the red Honda or not, you might find in the process, you might be like, oh, wait, actually the Jeeps are really cool too. I'd rather do that, but it gets you, it just gets you moving, you know, so it gets you excited about things. Um, and so with uh, resolutions and, pic- and picturing yourself, your future self, there's so many different ways of doing it. You could do like a mind movie, which you could use Canva. Canva is a free app. You could a- download it on your phone or on your computer. And you go in and they have a bunch of templates and they have all these. Um, you could add audio. You could whatever. So if you're doing a mind movie, ideally you have either 10 slides and it usually covers topics like wholeness, um, health, spiritual growth love, wealth, freedom, family, friends, things like that, right? So you, you're doing pictures of that, like, okay, I want to lose this much weight. or So you get a picture of a person that you want to look like, right? Um, and then you, you, could, and you write a little statement that basically your mantra. So each slide, you spend about 10 seconds or something on each slide and 10 or 20 seconds. And then each slide you write down, I love wearing my red bathing suit in, you know, my teeny tiny bathing suit um, in the summer or whatever it is that you want to say that gives you chills. Then you play a, a song that like gets you motivated. Either it's a hype song or it's something that gives you chills and, and makes you like, I got this, you know, one of those songs. So that's the mind movie that you could do to help you manifest and or set resolutions. The other way is you could journal. Um, I did oh, a if you vision like- board this year. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. When did you do it? We had a whole uh, vision board event. <gasps> so, so I jealous. did it uh, there. And then I hung it like right next to the bed. So when I wake up in the morning, it's like right next to my face, pretty much like, hello, mm, here's mm, all your goals. Mm, 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 and then I took a picture of that bitch and I put <laughs> it on my phone as the background screen. I love it so much. I need to say, can you screenshot it and send it to me, please? Yeah. At some point. Um, but also another thing with the vision board, right? I Like don't try to be perfect. Like have fun with it. Um, and also the less is better. You don't want to put a thousand goals because it's going to be really hard to achieve a thousand goals in a year. <laughs> and then it's going to make you feel maybe worse than when you first started, you know, it's going to be like, Oh man, you know, I, I suck so bad. Cause I didn't do any, I didn't do, I did. I never I did, made it into that red bikini. Yeah, exactly. So it has to be, I don't know. It just has to be less. Like if it's, it's that red bikini, just focus on that. And a couple other things for me, I, I, I had like three slides and I was good. Like that's all I wanted. Um, and then when you're writing your statements for each slide, just do two, two sentences or less. Like, concise is better it's just easier for your brain to understand you're not you're not being 
like you're not being confused or overwhelmed that's not a problem if you overwhelm your goals it's kind of like a gps if you go to google maps and you write down where you want to go and you press start imagine they take you 1000 streets to do that so you're going right and left yeah. and right and left and right and like do you know how frustrating it's going to be to when you get there when you get there you're going to be like it wasn't even worth going like, like that was so Heck frustrating no. i feel so resentful resentful and all this stuff right versus just one highway a couple of turns and you're there you know just make it as easy as possible yeah so it doesn't i don't know just and also make it seem like you've already done it because if you're looking far away for it it feel like it's so far from your reality that it just it feels so far it feels like it's never gonna happen yeah it's really hard not to get caught up in mm, what one book that i was reading was talking about um don't get caught up in the the moment that you're in because that's going to keep you from get getting where you want to go it'll basically like discourage you like if you're paying attention to mm. oh there's no way i'm ever going to get to these goals then they feel really far away and then it does mm. take longer to get to them mm -hmm. so it's really hard to believe that you can get to your goals sometimes and i think that's something that stops a lot of people is like eh there's just no way it's like there's it's not going to happen but there's so also, many different paths to the things that we want. And that's what we don't realize, I think, a lot of times. And that's what I try to work with with people on as far as like expanding their thinking. Yeah, we things can happen for us in really unexpected ways. Uh, but we don't because we can't imagine it. Then yeah. we just say, eh, it's probably not going to happen. And so what you're talking about is really exercising your imagination to being able to get to a place where you can imagine that it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad you said that because I was thinking about that and and um I was listening to this guy his, his name is Thomas Vu and he like was one of the co-creators or creators of like Sims and and like video like crazy video games, right? And then he was saying how he you need to be in your right brain you know because your left brain is the one that's like logical like it's not going to happen like you got to stay safe you got to say you know it's surrounding and also they 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 calculate your risk from your past experience so you so you're kind of living in the past um because you're using the the math and the logic from what you have already uh, um experienced to live today versus someone like Elon Musk, for example, who runs six like multi-billion dollar companies or something, right? Some ridiculous amount. So it's like, how? What the hell? How does he do that? And you just have to be on your right brain and just kind and that's when, you know, unicorns happen. That's when literally like a flying Pegasus could be imagined, <laughs> right? <laughs> It, a flying Pegasus. Is that because I'm in Sebastian's toy room? Here Pegasus. But those those video games, for example, or or those the running six being a CEO of six companies, whatever, doing the impossible is possible because your right brain has no limits. It's like I want to be a kid all the time. And they just keep going. Versus the other ones like, whoa, 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 calm down, slow down, sit down, relax. 
I remember um, hearing somewhere that one of the things that entrepreneurs tend to have in common is uh, optimism. When they think about doing something, they think, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> it's oh my, it's so true because honestly, would, wouldn't they not be entrepreneurs then? If literally, if, if they went, no, nah, I can't do it, then those businesses wouldn't happen. They yeah. have to. I think about my marketing guy, like anything I ask him to do, he's like, yeah, I think we can do that. And I swear, I don't, he's really young. He's like early 20s. And I don't know that he's done all these things that he's doing before, mm. but he's mm. just like, yeah, I like a challenge. Let's see about that. Let's do that. Mm. I'm like, okay. Ooh, I, I like his attitude. Already. Figure uh, no. it out. And oh, I don't, I don't know. I just think it's so cool to be like a yes person because your life has so many more opportunities in it. And I also think that uh, there was an analogy that this guy Thomas Wu used. He was like, um, it's like kind of like a bird trying to swim, you know, like she's going to struggle. She's going to think she's not good enough. She's going to be like, God, I suck as a fish, you know, but it's like, you're not a fish. Just like the problem is sometimes we want to be, we're birds, right? Let's say for example, and we want to be fish because fish, we think in our our minds, fish are cooler or something that's, so we want to do something that's egoic, right? That's like, oh, let me do it so I can impress other people. So we end up doing things that's not naturally something we want to, that we truly want to do. We have passion for. So there's, it builds a lot of resentment for things that you are doing for other people or feeling a void. So truly, truly be honest with yourself in these mind movies or this or these journal activities or anything, because because if you're going for a goal that you want because you're trying to impress somebody or you're trying to make yourself feel better or, or feel more important or um, feel heard. Right. Or be heard, then then it's not it's going to get you there, but it's not going to give you the satisfaction that you want mm-hmm. um, or what what actually I would say go for it anyway, because maybe you get there and you realize this is not what I want. I realize this isn't going to make me happy. These things really get me happy. So whether you're, whether you're going for a goal and it doesn't have to be the right goal, let's say in 20, uh, come on, (laughs) we all had goals when we were kids. I want to be an astronaut, you know, (laughs) or whatever. I wanted to be a female pilot. Oh, you still can. I still could. Um, but astronaut, I'm like really, I get really dizzy, really fast. You know what I mean? Like I get, I get motion sickness. So could you imagine? I, I went skydiving, and afterwards I was like, I can't. Oh. So could you imagine me being an astronaut? Oh my god! Just I'll be thrown. I'll be vomiting. I'll be floating around for like, oh. you know, oh. what a lovely image. <laughs> Blattering people in the face while they're sleeping. So you know, let me get this straight. Are you saying that I can't be a dancer? You could absolutely be. Have you seen your moves, lady? Yes. All I feel day. like the message here is stay in your lane, Alicia. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I think um, Disney is my favorite dreamer because he <laughs> he was a big dreamer that, that everything that he created was from his imagination 
And then he surrounded himself with other dreamers mm-hmm. that had mm-hmm. great imaginations. And now Disney's the most magical place on earth. Mm. And even though I'm not like a huge Disney person, you know, a lot of Floridians are, um, but I can't help but feel the magic when I go to Disney. Like, it's still like, I want to smile more. <laughs> oh, I know. No, it's, I absolutely 100% agree with that. I just, I think, and there's so many times when he was, I think he was failing or it was going to go bankrupt or anything in the beginning, right? It was like, people were like, are you crazy? You know? Uh, and, and he kept believing in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the, the cool thing. And there was another analogy. Oh man, I'm obsessed with this Thomas Wu right now. <laughs> um, he said another thing that I was like, oh, it blew my mind. He said, imagine, okay, you and I are facing each other right now, right? Alicia. So imagine I put a wheel in between us and I spin it for me. It's going clockwise. And for you, it's going counterclockwise. Am I wrong by saying it goes, it's going counter, it's going clockwise. And you're like, no, 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 it's going counterclockwise. It is from the per- person viewing the uh, wheel because nobody is wrong and nobody's right. Mm-hmm. Or both of us are right and both of us are wrong, right? That's an interesting one. I was talking to a client recently about, um, she was really upset with herself because She's like, I went to college because I felt like that's what I had to do. And now I'm almost done with college, but I don't feel like I really gained anything from this experience. And I'm mad at myself for making myself do it in the first place. And I was like, well, listen, you're probably going to finish because you're literally in your last semester. But just because you did this doesn't mean that you're stuck in this career path that you're in. There's so many people I know whose degree is in something that they're not doing. They're not working in that career field, including people that I went to graduate school who went all the way through the program with me and then realized, eh, I don't really want to do this, (laughs) you know? So a degree might afford opportunities to get a foot in the door in different companies but at the end of the day it doesn't mean you are stuck in that career field so i was explaining to her a lot of the stories that i've heard over the years from clients about like oh i got my degree in religion but now i work in finance or whatever the situation may be and she was like wow that's really like calming me down to just shift my perspective Mm. a little bit Mm. and realize you have a lot of options. There's so many possibilities. And then when you really start to think about all the possibilities, it's almost overwhelming. Like, oh, shit. Now what do I do? The paradox <laughs> do of choice. Anything. Right? right, right. The paradox of choice. That's how I remember feeling like so overwhelmed when I was dating one time. Because I was like, there's just so many people to date. Literally like millions of people to date. Now I felt like, oh, I don't know if I like this. I just, and then there was a point where I was like, I wish I just had a arranged marriage. It's just much easier. <laughs> I wish I had an arranged marriage. It's much easier. I don't have to choose. But now I'm like, oh, how do I end up with an abusive guy or something? Or like, you know, like, why did I say that? Um, You were frustrated yeah. with all your options. Yeah, I think so. I felt like it kind of, it was getting bogged, it was bogging me down because it just felt like 
no one was doing it and I was just was pushing it for I was just so desperate for it versus like and I also was doing it for um for my ego like I didn't want to go to parties by myself anymore or I wanted just to have a partner to say I had one I wanted um you know I wanted marriage I wanted this I wanted but I wanted marriage to show to people that someone loved me enough to marry me so it wasn't like I want to get married because I you know I want a piece of paper that says certificate of marriage on it (laughs) like you know like I yeah I I understand what you're saying I want it as a badge yeah um of acceptance to my peers so yeah how funny i'm so far from that now and you look back and go i'm talking about it and it's just like that's so funny isn't it funny that, that sometimes you go man i dreamed about because you know we dream about things that we really want and then when you get to the other side of it you go oh man i can't believe i wanted that so bad <laughs> um yeah i don't think we really know what's best for us a lot Correct. of times Right. Um, which honestly sometimes makes it hard for me to imagine what I do want because I'm like, well, I'm kind of open. I'm open to possibilities. Um, but I wanted to go back to something that you had mentioned before we got on on the air, shall I say. Mm-hmm. And you said something about writing a letter to your future self. And I kind of think that that's an idea that would really work well for me. I mean, obviously I already have my vision board and I like the idea of the mind movie, but um, I also like this idea of writing a letter to my future self, because if I can imagine what I would want to say to my future self, then I can imagine where I want to be maybe, or at least who I want to be. And I think that that would help propel the direction. Yeah. Do you think, I actually just thought about as you're saying, uh, as you're speaking, I was like, hey, why don't we write a letter to our past self, like last year and say, and leave 2023 graciously. Mind you, okay. You know, I, I, last year I know it was really hard. Let's say if it was hard, a tough year. Last year was really hard. Every year has challenges. Let's be serious. Yeah. It's nothing's going to be smooth sailing. And Honestly, if it was super easy, would you appreciate that much? Was it like if it was served on a silver plate for a spoon for you? Yeah, spoon fed for you and chewed. No, I'm a brat. Maybe. I think most humans are. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I count me in on that too. So, um, could you like anyway? So, writing the letter, right? So, why don't you write to your past self and saying, "Hey." congratulations and focus on positive things that happened i love that idea we should do that and then share them yeah actually i really like i think that's a great idea we should look back and say hey congratulations blah 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 on this this and this xyz then elaborately cheer each other on cheer your past self on then you write a new letter as your future self like of january 2025 and congratulating congratulating yourself this year oh i just love this how exciting and could you just imagine just picturing yourself and moving forward and going through all the things oh i want to write right now (laughs) yes i first of all i love mind exercises and particularly anything that makes me challenge my normal way of thinking and being 
because anytime, and I tell my clients this all the time, anytime you're expanding your, your way of thinking and being, you're opening yourself up to being able to transcend your emotions better, being able to imagine things better, really getting on um, a path to improvement. Yes, 100%. All right, cool. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to be super vulnerable. Oh, if I write my letters, it's going to be so nerve-wracking. Do we have to do, are we going to do like categories or are we just going to free flow it? Well, why don't we free flow it? Because you're going to choose categories that's important to you. Okay. And then I'm going to automatically choose categories. So we're going to automatically choose those categories. And if I said, oh, let's say if you didn't really focus on... um. I don't know, you didn't focus on finance, for example, right? And I say, hey, let's talk about finance. And you'd be like, okay, and you wouldn't be as passionate. Do what you really want and something that you're really proud of from last year and all those things. And and I think you'll naturally just go blah, 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 you know? Okay, all right. But most most topics, especially for your listeners, just to let you know, most topics are really health, wealth, love, um, family, friends, environment, career, you know, things like that. So those are like hot topics. Yeah. That you could focus on. Um, and I definitely am going to. I, 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 after we talked about this, I'm literally going to, after this podcast, I'm going to start writing. It's, this is, this is. I so also want to throw out there that on the new update for the iPhone, they have a, a journal app now. They do. Yeah. And you can free flow on your journal app or you, they have prompts really yeah oh i'm impressed apple i was too i was like motherfucking apple now no one's gonna make money on journals anymore <laughs> oh i i honestly there's something about putting a pen on paper though like, i agree i agree completely yeah. yeah i it doesn't feel the same i like i like writing it i like looking at my word i it feels like it's it, i'm physically releasing this thought into like i'm grounding it into earth as a person who's journaled a lot too, I, I noticed that my handwriting is different for different moods. So I also enjoy that aspect. What is it? Okay, let's say angry. What's your font for angry? <laughs> What's your angry font? Um, Probably bigger and harder, <laughs> like pressing harder. What's your, what's like a small, small smooth would be calm? Probably. And like also maybe a little anxious because I feel like I need to get a lot out in a small space. Oh, 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 Period. Oh, I've, that is interesting. What about, oh, are you doing cursive most of the time? I actually have a hybrid handwriting and I forget that my kids can't read cursive. And when I write, they're like, I don't know what this says. What, you're writing notes to them? Yeah, we did a little treasure hunt recently, and um, I had to write clues. So Liliana picked cute. up the clue, and she's like, I don't know what this word is. It was dirt. Oh, oh, you probably just went R, P, you know what I mean? You connected, yeah, right? I just did like I connected R. those. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I would have done that. Like, oops, D, and then you have to lift the yeah. pen, I, lift the yes, pen, R. Exactly. Ugh. So mine I have is, like a lazy hybrid handwriting. Oh, mine is a lazy cursive. My everything's connected. Even like two words sometimes are connected. Oh, <laughs> <It's> just, oh. 
keep going. There's um, no time to pick up the pen. So I don't know, especially when I'm really into it. I could journal. I, I, I was telling myself, I was like, I wonder, or I asked myself in my head, I was like, I wonder how long I could journal for. Then we jumped on a plane one time and it was a four hour plane ride. And I was like, okay, I'm going to journal until I get tired. I journaled until we landed. Like, oh, I wow. literally journaled. Yes. It was like, this is incredible. I cannot believe it. Just, it's crazy. Once you find what your thing is like meditation some people's meditation some people is um you know whatever that going being in the zone feels like you could be in the zone and literally like hours just fly by yeah that's true that's called the flow i think I there's a whole book on that actually yeah i remember hearing one of those like youtube um i do those i call it youtube book reports <laughs> mm. Uh, and I listen to it once in a while. It's like, oh man, that's uh, that's, and you get one those little, you get little tips here and there. It's so good. These pearls of wisdom. Yes. Okay. Cool. So we'll do a future self letter, and we'll share them, and then, uh, oh, and our obviously like our sort of like review of last year as well. I think that would be good too, just to like foster gratitude. I'm really excited about this. Um, but yeah, I think this will be a good exercise in fostering gratitude, looking towards the future, imagining who we want to be and what we want to have. And that'll help set us on the path to get aligned. Oh, I like it. And also it's just if it doesn't okay if your past letter doesn't sound like it has a lot of gratitude in it at least the thing you know is when you're reading it you go wow this person's um uh, voice right in their head self-talk there you go their self-talk um really represents a lot of things could it's very, very telling you know if you're like oh i can't believe i did this i can't believe i did this. then it's that that self-talk that you need to work on you know it's mm, it's love it's truly true. just loving yourself maybe this year your goal is i want to love myself so much that i walk out of the shower and i go "Ooh, beyonce did it again <laughs> hey tay tay <laughs> get it love it i'm in okay okay are you a little bit nervous about showing about that letter though you're not a little yeah, nervous i'm a little nervous of course <laughs> I'll try to keep the expletives out of it. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, how X-rated do (laughs) (laughs) PG-13, Julie. (laughs) Someone is, um, someone's in a mood tonight. You brought that up like three times. (laughs) Pre-call. Someone's excited. I think the toy room is getting you excited. This, for sure. That is my response to Marvel toys. (laughs) By the way, she's in Sebastian's toy room, which he has like hundreds of thousands of things like on the walls, on the floors. And and, like he just is a huge collector of comics and Marvel toys. Yeah. And mint condition. They're all in their cases. Yeah. Yeah. He got a new comic today and he's like, I know you're not going to care, but I'm really excited. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. He was right. I didn't care. But it's a Spider-Man comic book that apparently is pretty cool. 
Mm. Mm -hmm. Very cool. <laughs> I don't even um, think I told you, Julie, this is a total sidebar and will probably end soon, but um, I made a video of Sebastian's toy room and I put it on Instagram, but mm. I was teasing Sebastian in the video and I was like, look at how he's destroyed this room. And he's like, I didn't destroy it. I made it better. So we're both being playful and like laughing. And afterwards, like we both thought it was hilarious. So I posted it on Instagram. Well, it went viral, but apparently oh. the, the, um, comic toy community they are um very defensive and supportive of one another so they were tearing me to shred <gasps> in the comments and they were like divorce her leave <gasps> her you can do better i know you think that you're never gonna find love like this again <gasps> but you can do better they were like, I can't believe you're shaming him online. They were so supportive of Sebastian, but also so cruel to me. They were like, women just hate to see men happy. I've dated girls like this before. Dump her. I'm like, oh, my God. We just, I mean... I am not a collector of things, so I certainly do not understand this passion. But to be fair, he has a whole room of this stuff. I need to see that. You didn't take down the post, did you? I did, because Sebastian was getting frustrated, and he was like, I'm going to end up going off on somebody if you don't take it down. Oh, oh, he was being protective of you. Yeah. He was being so... protective of you, which is very sweet. Yeah, so I took it down, but I was like, dang, these guys That's are insane. ruthless. Seriously. Well, thanks for joining me us this week. And I feel so much better doing this. Thank you, Alicia, for continuing you, with me. All right, and guys, prepare yourselves. We'll be sharing our letters soon. Bye. Bye.